It is more of the best of the Cooking in the Dark show. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can't do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly, guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. <laughs> All right, y'all, we're back, we're back. Cheryl's sticking around this week. She's not going anywhere. She's hanging around. I know, look. We got, her. We got you tied down this week. So you think. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know my middle name was Houdini. <laughs> oh, my God. So did you have a good week last week? I had a fantastic time. All right. So did Tim and I, you know. It, after after you left, the dancing girls came in, and we um, we kicked everybody out, and <laughs> us and the band partied. <laughs> I, I knew that you guys were too eager for me to leave. I should have yep. just stuck around. Yeah, everybody out here was, they were actually fake. It was just a soundtrack out here playing. See, there was no, <laughs> no, last week we did our traditional Valentine's show where we get the guys in the kitchen cooking, and Cheryl's like, well, you don't need me. And she's out of here. This is for true. Which is perfect. But today we're going to do something, man. It's wintertime out there still. Golly. Keep getting reminded of it. I was getting awful spoiled down here. We were having a Miami winter, girl. Oh, my gosh. So are we. I mean, people have been talking about like a year or two years ago when we had snow, you know, like taller than I am. Oh, I remember that. You were telling me you had to climb over. I mean, seven-foot drifts, you know, yeah. where they plowed it and stuff, climbing over the top of it. I'm right. like, wow. Random strangers are like blind lady on top of a snow drift <laughs> maybe i should help <laughs> cheryl on her snow disc you know <laughs> zooming on down hanging tin <laughs> oh yeah yeah you know we got a little chilly here though we're back to normal now mid 60s low 70s it's perfect 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 i'll do it better than doing that two below ten below stuff no thank mm. you <laughs> Thank you. So this uh, soup, man, this taco soup is a good little, it's quick, mm-hmm. it's easy to do, it's basically just a bunch of ingredients that you just throw together in a pot. And um, we can either do uh, canned chicken, or you can do, um, you can, you know, poach your own, cook your own chicken. So if you want to grill some, you know, a chicken breast or something, do it. That'd be very good. Yeah. But it's a very quick and easy little recipe. And um, you'll be pleased to note some of the little side ingredients I got to go with it. Ooh, all right. Huh? You'll like it, and I think you'll be impressed. You're wearing, you know, kind of rubbing off me a little bit. <laughs> Not a whole lot, though. I know, I know. You're very, you're and very if anybody difficult. else says that, I'll deny it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What are you talking about, Willis? <laughs> <laughs> um, Showing my age there, huh? <laughs> yeah, but I, since I get the reference, I'm about the same age. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sad for both of us. <laughs> y'all long in the tooth. Y'all remember that show. <laughs> Goodness. So, 
Valentine's was good. Here we are in the middle of February, y'all. Looking down the road um, next week, mm-hmm. you we probably you probably don't want to miss next week's show. I'm just giving you a hint. It's probably one of the funnest shows that we do all year. I love it. Guess uh, whose birthday it is? I I think I have an idea. Right? Yeah. Redfish, bluefish, green uh, green eggs and ham. Yeah. Doctor Seuss's birthday yeah. is March the second, y'all. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be doing a tribute show for Dr. Seuss again. And I love doing these shows because it's just fun with cooking, you know. Blow your kids' minds. <laughs> blow your people, you know. Blow the sighted folks' minds. <laughs> <laughs> we're, going to be doing, uh, we're going to be doing Roast Beast. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're also going to be making some Dr. Seuss mashed potatoes. All right. And some gravy to go with them. <laughs> I'm laughing because I know it's it's all fun. It's so good. We're gonna have fun next week, Doctor Seuss show. But we're gonna have a great time today too. We're doing uh, a seven can taco soup. You can make it as spicy as you want to. You know, it's all good. All comes out the same way. Mm-hmm. So you know, Cheryl, there was a um, the guy, but he's dying. Oh, he's yeah. done. Doctor says you're done, buddy. You know, here's my bill. Pay me now. <laughs> so, you know, the priest comes in to give him his last rites and stuff. And the priest says, do you um, do you renounce the world? Do you renounce the flesh? Do you renounce the devil? And the guy doesn't answer. And the priest says, you know, Jim, you know, do you renounce the world? Do you renounce the flesh? Do you renounce the devil? Jim's sitting there. He goes, you know, Father, I'm thinking about it. And being in the position I'm in, it's probably best if I don't offend anyone right now. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't going to renounce that devil just in case. He might be going south instead of north, baby. Hey, but I know where we're going. We're definitely going north. We're going to the other side of these messages on Cooking in the Dark. I hope you're there when we get there. Now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. Welcome back. Seven can taco soup. Ooh, it's good, man. Hey, I'm digging the freezer real quick, Cheryl. I'm getting out some frozen, boneless, skinless chicken breasts. We're going to get these going. Why don't you go ahead and... um? read us that recipe while I get these going and then once I will come back and talk about what I did to get them going and, and as you gotta said, get these cooked up so we can get our soup made you said it's so complicated you people may want to sit down and I'm telling you yeah if you don't have a can opener so demanding you're out of luck Here ah. you go. <laughs> so you need one can 15 ounce ounces uh, black bean. One can, another 15 ounces, pinto beans, drained and rinsed. Were the black beans drained and rinsed? They were just straight up, huh? I think they were just straight up. All right. One can, 14.5 ounces, petite diced tomatoes. One can, 15 ounces, sweet corn, drained. And then one can, um, 12 ounces, 
chicken breasts drained, or you can just use, you know, uh, chicken that you make. Yeah, I think you want about a cup and a half to two cups, which is why we're doing just we're doing two, uh, yeah, two chicken breasts. Right, you're right. One and a half cups. One can ten ounces of green enchilada sauce, and one can fourteen point five ounces low sodium chicken broth. One packet ta uh, taco seasoning, half a teaspoon of cumin, half a teaspoon of chili powder half a teaspoon of garlic powder, and optional uh, can of Rotel tomatoes. And other optional jalapeno peppers. Jalapenos. Jalapenos. On a stick. <laughs> <laughs> so this recipe is pretty difficult, y'all. Basically, we um, open these cans, drain, um, and dump. That's it. Bring it up to a boil, 30 minutes, turn it down to a simmer for about another 10 or 15, I think it says there, and then um, serve. <laughs> <laughs> and, How can that be difficult? And using the can, I mean, I've done it with the canned chicken. Mm -hmm. It's good. Mm -hmm. But I prefer my chicken. Right. You and, know, so go ahead. That's just saying, this is something that it tastes so good that if you tell people exactly what you did, they'll be like, no way. So yeah, they won't believe you. I'd say don't tell them. And no. tell them you've been up all morning working on this. <laughs> yeah, this is this is such a good, 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 good little recipe. I love this little recipe. Um, Hide the can. Friend of ours well. gave it to us, so <laughs> I'm gonna get um, I'm gonna get my oven going here. I wanted it going at 350. You'll see why. Ah, okay. I'll show you how to do something with some tortillas, either flour or corn. Either way, I prefer flour myself. We've got our oven. We're just going to let preheat at 350. i got my new bacon stone in here, girl. Oh, tell us. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Is it round? Is it square? It's square. Right. 15 by 17. No, 13. No, yeah, 15 by 17. All right. So it encompasses, cakes up almost the whole, you know, a whole shelf almost. It's really mm -hmm. awesome. We've got it going. So we got our oven rocking. Now, in the skillet, our chicken... If you listen to the Valentine show last week, we're doing the same thing with it. We're poaching it. Now, Cheryl brought up an interesting point as we were getting ready for the show today, going over notes and whatnot, and actually playing football with paper football across the desk. But we're, <laughs> Tim's like, y'all working in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that time we were both looking for the football. <laughs> it went off the table. Dang it. <laughs> so I've, laid, uh, I've got about a cup of water in the skillet. I've got our skillet on high, and I've laid the chicken breasts. They were frozen, and we just put them right into the skillet frozen. We're going to let them go about seven minutes on one side, and then uh, we're going to flip them over and let them go about another seven minutes on the other side. And then we'll see where we're at with those. But with the chicken breasts this way, pretty simple, pretty easy to do. Mm -hmm. Just let it go. Now that they're going a little bit here, take the lid off. And uh, I had one that was kind of, two of them were kind of stuck together. Uh -oh. I was trying to see if it could come apart yet, but he's not ready. Okay. He's being shy. Shy boy, shy boy. So, let's, wait, we were gonna, you were going to say that I was talking about... Oh, brining chicken. Now, with cooking chicken breasts this way, where you're kind of basically steaming them, poaching them with this little bit of water, they really retain their moisture. Mm. But chicken, you know, breasts, chicken breasts are so easy to overcook, you know, and then they get dry. 
grilled? How many times have you had a, somebody grilling a chicken breast that came out dry? You know, or how many times have you baked a chicken breast, right. overbaked a little bit, dry? Right. Or if you cook it not fast enough to where it can sear the outside and keep the juices inside. That's why on a indoor grill, mm-hmm. especially if you put it on there frozen, it sears that outside and it kind of forms a barrier to keep the juices inside, keeps it juicy and tender. So what Cheryl was talking about was brining, brining, brining. Now, we've talked about brining turkeys before, and we've done some turkey shows. Brining is a method. It's a gallon of water to a cup of salt, sea salt. Mm -hmm. Okay? So you work out that ratio depending on how much you want to do. But as Cheryl was saying, even if you brine chicken breasts, she brined some chicken breasts for about 20 or 30 minutes the other day before she baked them. And they came out just juicy and plump. The brining's like a little magic or something, huh, Cheryl? It is. I mean, and I've got to say, you know, because we have talked to, about it in connection with turkeys, and I just thought, oh, I don't know why it took me a long time to, like, make the connection. Like, oh, well, if you could do it for, like, a whole turkey, you could do it for, like, pieces of chicken. Absolutely. Uh, Definitely do it for now. If you want to get crazy, instead of doing water and salt. Yes. Do orange juice and salt. Ooh, I'm going to have to try that. It will pull in. The, the brining actually pulls that orange juice. It'll pull it into the chicken. Mm-hmm. So you'll have kind of a faint. I mean, it's excellent, especially if you serve it with an orange glaze. Serve it over some rice. But your chicken will take on a little bit of an orange. It might even take on an orange tint. Oh, that would be I know that when you do a turkey with cranberry sauce, it takes on a pink tint. Oh. But I know guys that will do it with the salt, and they'll put seasonings and spices and stuff in it, too. And that helps kind of kind of seep into the chicken by doing it that way with the salt in there. So it's very – yeah, it's one of those magical things. Kind of like smoking when you wrap it – wrap the meat or the ribs or whatever you're doing in foil and put them back in the heat for a couple more hours. Something magical happens, and they mm. just get so tender. Same with this. They get so <clears throat> moist. They're just awesome. Awesome, awesome. Speaking of that, let's check our chicken here. Now, I've got my little six-quart pot here. We're going to get ready to make our soup. I know, I know. Y'all are like, man, you've been talking about making this seven-can soup. We're hungry. It's cold outside. (laughs) And all we're doing is talking about salt water and chicken. What's up? Hey, that's important. Dang right. It is. Didn't have salt water. Wouldn't have any fish. And without fish, wouldn't have chicken of the sea. And without chicken of the sea... No chicken. Right? Kind of? Maybe? <laughs> Cheryl's like looking at her contract. When's my next day off? Yeah. <laughs> you, you did. I was a little You stunned. left me at the stoplight, brother. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, no, I'm not. But uh, I, I got to say, I was with you, and then I'm like, what? <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> But very good, very good. (laughs) So I'm flipping over one of the chicken breasts here. This other one's got like a goiter on it. It's got a little piece that was frozen on top. I selected it. It's just two pieces of chicken that were frozen. You know, sometimes when they thaw Mm -hmm. and then they refreeze. Ah, there we go. I was hoping I could get those two to break apart, and I finally did. Breaking up is such a sad thing. But you got to do it. Hey, Cheryl, did you hear about the butcher? He was working, and he accidentally backed up into his fan. 
he got a little behind in his work that day. <laughs> While you're checking that contract, you may as well <laughs> make it work out. Okay. So here we go. We need to get our Kansas of stuff over here. I need to find our. Um, we need to drain the corn. There's our taco seasoning. Okay, Cheryl, so we're going to rock and roll here. Our chicken's cooking. Yeah. So we'll let it do its thing. I'm going to bring our pot over here since everything's going into it. We have some. I think I'm just going to pop the lids on all these cans. Ah. Do you, what sort of can opener do you have? Do you have that? marvelous one that it like it's super safe when you i don't have um the safety can opener no I've, I've got just a standard old twist can opener here okay. but i'll tell you what i've been using at the house lately is that new ratcheting one it's not a um a safety can opener mm -hmm. but instead of having to twist this knob which sometimes if you've got arthritic hands you're losing the strength in your hands you know it's still the same format you still got to squeeze it right to cut through the lid but then instead of turning that knob, it's got a lever like a ratchet oh. that you just move back and forth to, to do your can. Mm -hmm. Works faster, easier, with a ton less effort. I like it. Yeah, it's awesome. It's a nice little thing. Those safety can openers sometimes, the ones I was using, sometimes were hard to do. Hmm. You know, and sometimes they would not do... The, um, they wouldn't open the entire can. They wouldn't pop that thing all the way loose. They were hard to get started. Yeah. But once you got the hang of them, they were pretty awesome. It was nice because you could, I mean, the way it opens up the lid, when you pick it up, it's there's no sharp anything. No sharp anything. Right. So it's pretty good. Pretty good. So. Okay, here's our corn. So we need to drain that. Right. Let me get my little colander. I've got a little collapsible colander that's perfect for this. Okay. So here we go. Just dump our corn in there. Mm -hmm. Let it drain. And I think we've got some beans that need to drain. Ah, the pinto beans. Pintos. So let's see what else we've got here. We'll find them pintos in a second. Oh. Petite tomatoes, bloop, in the pot. Right. Oh, that's simple. The Chicken broth. Right, in the pot. In the pot. I don't know, man. This is pretty hard, Cheryl. <laughs> Oh, the enchilada sauce. Poof. Enchilada sauce? Yeah. In the pot? Yeah. Now, you can use red enchilada sauce. You can use mild enchilada sauce. Right, right. You can use hot enchilada sauce. Or you can use extra hot. Let let it set. You know, That's one way that you can... Uh, for sure, control how hot you make this. We got a couple other tricks up our sleeves too. All right. Okay. Oh, there's our beans. 
need to drain these. Let me get our corn here. Right, right. I think for the pinto beans, we drain and rinse. Drain and rinse. Okay. Corn's in. Ah, black. I'm sorry. Black beans also drained and drain rinse. Drain and rinse. Yes. Okay. Because we're rinsing, I'm only going to. You could just pour Put it some on. water in the can. Yeah. Shake it around just to make sure that we get all the beans out of the can. You <laughs> <laughs> find the black beans here. Okay. Do the same with them. I'm just going to put them in here. with our pinto beans mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay and we're just rinsing them basically I filled this little colander up with water and as the water slowly the beans are kind of preventing the water from draining out real fast mm -hmm. which is perfect Because while they're doing it, it's allowing us to wash them. Uh, okay? Yeah. To rinse them. Mm -hmm. So to rinse them, y'all, I'm just kind of reaching my hand down on the bottom. Just kind of pulling the beans up. Just gently. You don't want to squish them. Okay? Just kind of gently just bringing them up, running them through my fingers, letting them fall back down in to the colander and slowly but surely the water's draining off so there we go we've got some nice rinsed beans okay these are canned beans y'all not packaged right. dump those into our pot all right so here we go, Cheryl. I think we've got our tomatoes in. Right. We've got our beans in. Yeah. We've got our enchilada sauce in. Uh -huh. Ooh, avocados for later. Right. Now, let's go check on our chicken. Okay, got a fork here. Okay, that piece is done. Ooh, this piece needs a little, just a couple more minutes. Hey, why don't we take a little break, Cheryl? We'll let this chicken finish cooking out. This breast was a little thicker. This is the one that had the hiccup on it. <laughs> so we'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. All right, here we go. Welcome back to more Cooking in the Dark. Cooking in the Dark. Okay, so here we go. I'm adding the taco seasoning to our mixed, our all of our cans, okay? 
Right. The only thing we haven't put in here is the canned chicken, and that's because we're cooking poaching our own. So that's still going. Now, did that's you put in the chicken good. broth? Yes. Okay. All the cans are in. The chicken broth, the green enchilada sauce, the uh, can of pinto beans drained, the can of black beans drained, the mm -hmm. can of corn. Mm -hmm. We're all in this nice pot. Lovely. All right. So here we go. Onto the cooktop. I've taken our chicken off the heat. She is good to go. If it's not cooked all the way through the chicken, we will be, um, it'll still cook in the soup when it boils, okay? Mm-hmm. So we're, we're okay there. So we've got our pot on the height, heat, the hot, heat, heat, heat. Mm -hmm. We'll let it come up. I'm going to grab our colander here. We're going to do the same thing like we did last week's show, y'all. So if you listen to that, you're ahead of the game. <laughs> I, I'm thinking I'm not. I wasn't even. Yeah, sure. I was like, where was I? I know where you were at. <laughs> Wahoo! <laughs> I mean, not regretting, but, you know, I was just... No, thinking. I didn't. I didn't regret in your voice. <laughs> Actually, you were kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of glad I don't know what the heck you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I'm taking the chicken out. I'm just stabbing it with a fork. Taking it out of the skillet. We've got it in a colander here. I'm going to spray it down with a little cool water to cool it off so that we can handle it. That makes sense. It's going to get wet anyway, right? Got some good news and bad news. <laughs> Okay, so what I'm going to do is just cut this chicken breast up. It says we want it diced, basically. So I'm going to try to cut it in about half-inch strips. Again, I'm putting it between my forefinger. I'm sorry, between my thumb and my middle finger. My forefinger is straight up and down on top of the chicken breast. And I'm just guessing with the saw, well, the saw blade, with the knife blade, about what a half-inch is. That's not bad. I came out okay on that one. Same thing. Now I'm turning this... The, strips that I just cut perpendicular to me and I'm basically trying to cut them in, in squares also about a half inch so you know we didn't do too bad mm -hmm. it's okay if you don't make it was this was this chicken with bone in or bone out oh uh, boneless oh, okay it does I don't yeah, think it really matters grocery in the freezers department they sell bags of chicken tenders mm -hmm. um, chicken wings boneless skinless thighs and boneless, skinless breasts. Isn't that amazing? I just, awesome. I just bought some boneless, skin, skinless thighs. I was like, huh, I didn't even remember that this existed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're great, too. Yeah. And thighs are nice, because thighs, y'all, are a darker meat. Right. And I'm just chopping up another breast here, doing the same method, holding it between my thumb and middle finger. And then my forefinger, actually, the, the knife I'm using is a thin-bladed, knife so the, the blade itself is about mm, half inch five eighths of an inch high so i'm actually kind of using that as a guide i set that down on the edge where i just cut stand the blade up next to my thumb i mean my forefinger you know with against the nail and then just slice down through the piece of meat so it gives you kind of a marker 
to uh, indicate that, yeah, that's about right. Hmm. Now, can of cream green chilies, you got one of those? You want to add it? Add it. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Here's where I'm at, where we were talking about more heat. Uh-oh. Getting our soup up to boiling. Our chicken is here ready to go. I'm on a flexible chopping mat. So you know what's next, Cheryl? Easy peasy. Easy peasy. We're going to flip up the corners. Not the corners, but each side of our flexible chopping mats. And uh, lift them up, and they create like a little cradle for our chicken. And we just cradle it right over to our pot. The lid is still off the pot. I'm using one of the locking, the six-quart locking lid pot. Not for any other reason. Not because we're going to have to strain it or drain it, but just because the size. Six quarts is about perfect right. for what we're making here. This is several servings. Invite a friend over or just have, hog it. <laughs> Keep it to yourself, right? <laughs> <laughs> it could be a, a, a multi-day type of meal. Girl, I grew up in the fraternity, man. Sometimes what the other brothers didn't know didn't hurt them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> what what you know? pot? I, I don't see a pot anywhere. <laughs> Taco soup when? Who? <laughs> I did? No. What? <laughs> oh, dude, that was hours ago. <laughs> I know. All right. So our chicken's in. Remember I told you we had some jalapenos over here? Mm-hmm. Two nice, fresh jalapenos. These are going in, too. Don't you have to do something to those? Do you want to eat some of this? Oh, Okay. Better make them cooler. <laughs> I, I know I know the plan was like, if I just put this in, she won't notice, and I could have this all to myself. But I, I am paying <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right, girl. You've been on the show too long. <laughs> so what I've done is I've cut the top off the jalapeno, and I've just sliced it from top to bottom. So I cut the stem off. Now I'm taking my knife inside the jalapeno and I'm just kind of scraping it. Okay, that's what Cheryl was referring to. By scraping it, we're getting the seeds out. The heat of a jalapeno is in the membrane. So handling these, if you've got sensitive skin, definitely use some gloves. After you handle these, do not touch yourself in any areas that are sensitive. Oh. Eyes, lips, face, anything. I'm just using the blade. I'm holding the blade straight up and down, perpendicular, and just scraping. Okay, you can hear me scraping? Mm-hmm. We're just scraping the membrane out. So all we're doing is leaving the nice jalapeno taste. Now this other half, Cheryl, I'm uh-huh. taking the seeds out. Uh-huh. I'm just doing a little minor scrape. We're going to do a fill par scrape, Okay. <laughs> I know. Cheryl's like, oh, God, I don't get that piece. Well, I've got to say, I, I've told this story in the past, that knowing that this is how you cool down jalapeno peppers totally saved my life because I had these things in my fridge. I thought it was like, you remember I told you this? I thought it was like uh-huh. Japanese eggplant. I'm like, oh, cute. <laughs> Thank God that's what I thought they were, and I didn't decide like I should taste them or anything. But I cut it, I'm like, 
Not eggplant. <laughs> Little seedier for an eggplant. Yeah, yeah. So what I've done, y'all, is now I've taken the two jalapeno halves. I kind of laid them on top of each other. And I stuck my knife down through them. They were stacked on top of each other. I went from the pointed end, the end end, and sliced straight down, kind of almost like julianing them. Okay? So I've got about four strips of jalapeno here now. Well, eight, actually. Four from each half. And now I've turned those perpendicular, and I'm just cutting these down into bite-sized pieces also. That one will be a hot piece, and so will that one. Just warning everybody out in the audience, ban, y'all are listening. If y'all get a hunk of jalapeno that's got the little nub, the little point at the end, you know, the bottom end of the jalapeno, it's going to be warm. <laughs> <laughs> Just warning you. Okay, so we're going to put our jalapenos in their pot here. They're in. All right, now we're going to bring this up to a boil. So to do that, let me give it a quick stir. Oh, yeah, get everything all mixed in, get our chicken down in there, get our jalapenos all worked in. Nice. We're looking good, y'all. The taco seasoning, we put that in. Mm, I can smell that. Again, taco seasoning, they make mild, they make hot, they make real hot. You know, add what you want to. Mm -hmm. You want to add a little chili powder to this? Go ahead and add a little chili powder. Cumin. A little cumin. We're mm -hmm. going to do that in here in just a second. What else did we need to add? A little garlic? Garlic powder. Okay. So here's our cumin. Cumin is used a lot for, gosh, in a lot of uh, Mexican food. Mm -hmm. Guacamole, salsas. It's a nice little taste. Mm -hmm. And our garlic. I gotta say, I love garlic. Not too much of that. All right, we're good to go. And then, of course, at the end, if you want to add the Rotel tomatoes, do that. That'll yeah. bring the spice up a little bit. Mm-hmm. If you want to add some Tabasco sauce, some any of the hot sauces, go ahead on. It's your soup from here. But we're going to uh, take a little break, Cheryl. We'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. And we're going to show you why we turned our oven on almost an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back, Cooking in the Dark. Do not go anywhere. Seven can taco soup. It's delicious. Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. Where were you? Our soup was boiling. Nobody was here. I was getting concerned. No, no, no. I'm here. I've got I my know. wine glass. I've got my wine. Cheryl wasn't concerned. i got my glass, my bowl. My bowl, my spoon. I'm good. <laughs> Ready to go. <laughs> A little me focused, but that's okay. <laughs> All righty. So, um... Let's talk about what we were talking about, about these tortillas. You know, this is tor yeah. taco soup. Right. You can serve it with tortillas. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can serve it with avocado, which we have here ready to go. Now, it says this is even sour cream, Cheryl. I did see that. Here's where you're going to be proud of me. Tell me. Guess what I got instead of sour cream? Greek yogurt? Greek yogurt. <gasps> did you really? Absolutely. Oh, how cool. 
Greek yogurt, y'all. It's a little healthier for you, of course, than sour cream. But it does have that cool taste of sour cream. Mm -hmm. That's very excellent. It's a little strong, too. It doesn't take a lot. But in something like this, a dollop of this in the top of it, right. it's going to be excellent. So, okay, Cheryl, I'm getting me another, getting another flexible chopping mat out here. They're so convenient, hanging right here on this cup hook. Bloop, just used one. Here we got another one out. Doink. Put it down right here. I've got some vegetable spray here, Cheryl. I've got a couple tortillas, flour. So here we go. We're just going to spray this tortilla with a little vegetable spray. Let me tell. I'm going to put this one face to face, and wipe a little of that oil off on this other one. Now let me spray the back side of this one. Okay, ta-da, got that done. Flip it over and wipe it there. We'll flip this over and do this. Just put a little more spray on them, okay? Cool, cool. All right, now, let me find my knife. Ah, I just had it. Where'd I put it? Don't y'all hate that. I hate it when that happens. That's, I, that's, that's when Tim's like, ah, it's just because you're blind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that not seeing thing that's causing yeah, this Yeah, working again. This is again. <laughs> so, here's what we're going to do. We're going to cut our tortillas into strips. Ah, back up. What do you mean? Like, did you get fresh tortilla? Like We have fresh uh, flour tortillas right here. That's what we just ah. sprayed with the olive I'm sorry. I would On be... each side. And we use spray olive oil. Okay. Here we are. We're just cutting these into about inch-long strips. Doesn't need to be perfect. Okay. And so you've got a stack of, of like, how many? Got, like, four tortillas here together. Okay. Okay. So we just cut these strips down. Now I'm going to take all of these. And we're going to come over here to our baking stone, which has been in the oven, getting hot. 350-degree oh. oven. Right, right. Okay. We're just going to lay these strips out in here on this stone. And I kind of know where the stone is. Mm -hmm. Kind of just barely touch it with your fingernails. You're going to be all right. But if you're a little hesitant about this way, is there like a... Put it on a cookie sheet. Okay. Cover your cookie sheet with foil. Mm -hmm. Okay. Spray the foil with olive oil. Then lay your tortillas on it there. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Okay? Yeah. Because I'm not sure about the open the oven hot stuff. Yeah, yeah. There you go. But, all right. But maybe... Pra practice. A year from now, you'll be doing it, I swear. I Probably. Probably. Do, one thing I don't do is grab the rack and pull it out, though. Because that could, you could, like, it could tip off, I would think. Right? You could pull too much. And oh, absolutely. Next yeah, thing yeah, you yeah. know, the rack is tipping. and the Oh, yeah, the stone. rack has a stop. But it, it, it should stop and not pull out all the way. But, yeah, just be safe. Yeah. I mean, you can do this, lay foil in a, in a cookie sheet mm -hmm. or on a cookie sheet, spray it with oil, lay your tortillas down. Or actually, you can even cut them first into strips and put them on the, the pan with the oil and then flip them over. So you get your goal is you want to get a little oil on each side. Into a 350-degree oven, we're going to go about oh, two minutes. Yeah, not too long. Not too long. And uh, actually, I'm sorry. We're going to go into this oven. we got to go 10 minutes. Okay. 350-degree oven at, for 10 minutes. So we've got our tortillas in there going. Now, another thing you can do with this soup, if you want, mm 
You can serve it over rice. So boil some rice. If you have a rice cooker, prepare it that way. If you do it in the microwave, cook you, you know, cook up some rice. Mm-hmm. Put some rice in the bottom of your bowl and this taco soup over the top of it. Mmm. Yum. You have some Fritos. Fritos can go in there. Mmm. Maybe on top. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to serve mine up, Cheryl. Well, you'll see when we come back from break. We've got our tortillas in. Okay. They're about done. Our soup is simmering. It's about done. In yeah. fact, that probably is. We just get the bowls down and the ladle, and I think we're good to go. So why don't we take a quick one right here. We'll pop back on the other side. We'll revisit what we did today. And um, if you're here in the studio or in the band, it might be time to eat. Cooking in the dark. Do not go anywhere. We'll be right back. Now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. We're back. Seven can taco soup. Man, doesn't that sound good? Doesn't that just warm you up a little bit? It's cold outside. Let's make some soup. <laughs> Our tortillas strips are done. These are great because you can lay these across the top of the soup. So here's the, the one I've ladled up for myself. I've got my soup in the bowl. Mm-hmm. I've got a dollop of Greek yogurt on top of that. I sprinkled a little sharp cheddar cheese over that. And I am ready to pig out. Of course, I've got my tortilla chips here. I've got our tortilla strips that we made. Now, that's another way to make. These are so good because they're crispy on the outside, Cheryl, Mm -hmm. but they're chewy on the inside. This is true. Another thing you can do, instead of cutting the tortillas like we did into strips, you can cut them like a pizza. Cut them into eighths Mm -hmm. or cut them sixth, depending on how big you want them. Do the same thing. Pull a cookie sheet out, cover it with foil, spray that with olive oil. Put your cut wedge-shaped, you know, your chip-shaped pieces of tortilla. Lay those all across that pan in a single layer. And then spray them again with just a little olive oil or vegetable oil, whatever you got in your can there. You know, the Pam, that's what we're using. Spray them again and then slip, slip them into the oven. If you want to sprinkle a little lightly sprinkle, a little chili powder on them, a little taco seasoning, a little garlic, a little salt, you can change the flavor of them. But, man, I'm telling you all what, in the oven, 350 for uh, 10 minutes. They make a delicious, delicious chip. You will love them. You'll start making those every time you make you know, cheese dips or guacamole or anytime you want to go with a great soup. Those They're so awesome to make. Speaking of a great soup, how about that easy soup? You open seven cans, you know, and you're good to go. If you, uh, you can open six cans if you cook chicken on the side. You know what? This would be good. I was just thinking if you had some Kentucky fried chicken left over or something, you know, pick all the chicken off oh, of that. Or yeah, it yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff, man. Like roast chicken or, roast you know, chicken. anything. Mm. Roast chicken reminded me of roast beast. What we're making next week on Cook It in the Dark. Dr. Seuss's birthday. I can't wait. <laughs> All right. So read us that recipe, sweetheart. So one can, 15 ounces black beans, drained and rinsed. One can, 15 ounces pinto beans, drained and rinsed. One can, 14.5 ounces petite diced pota- uh, tomatoes. One 15 ounce can, uh, sweet corn, drained one can 12.5 ounces chicken breast or a cup and a half of your own chicken if if that's your choice one 10 ounce can of green enchilada sauce 
one 14-ounce can of low-sodium chicken broth, one packet taco seasoning, half a teaspoon of cumin, half a teaspoon of chili powder, half a teaspoon of garlic powder. Optionally, you can add in the Rotel tomatoes and another optional jalapeno peppers. And that's all you need. Make sure you drain your beans. You can substitute red beans for the pinto beans if you want or uh, black beans, but I love black beans, so don't substitute for those. But this is such a delicious and easy meal. Keeps well. Throw some yogurt on there. Throw some sour cream on there if you doubt my words about Greek yogurt. But I tell you what, you take some Greek yogurt and you mix uh, some ranch dip mix with it. You've got a great sour cream and ranch dip for chips that doesn't have sour cream in it. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. So, Cheryl, you ready to go? What do you want? Uh, I'm going to have soup. Soup? I'm going to have tortillas, and I've got my wine. I'm good to go. You are good to go. Cheese, yogurt, anything on top? I'm going to take some of the yogurt. Okay, I'll throw you a scoop on that. All right, folks, while I'm fixing Cheryl's meal up here, y'all take care of yourselves. We will see you next week. Be safe. It's February. We're on our way. And uh, best of all... Dr. Seuss's birthday is coming up. We love y'all. Cooking in the Dark, AMF. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Oh, yeah.